Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, this is huge. You excited for the Super Bowl with the Lions not playing? Well, I got a huge offer from my friends on DraftKings. If you want to enjoy the Niners and the Chiefs and no Lions, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE when you sign up. Then just bet $5.00. On either of those NFC champion trophy stealing Niners or Taylor Swift in the Chiefs. It's about five bucks and you get 200 instantly. That's it. Yeah, and I'm sure the Lions Nation, you can't wait to tune that game in. I know I can. Brock Purdy. And it is 7.040 running away from Lions receivers. Just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. Because I'm not going to watch again. Matter of fact, I respect DraftKings. And I welcome anybody with the opportunity to win some cash. And get this bonus of your new customer. So, if you want to watch the Niners as NFC champs instead of Lions... season is over. I wish you could bet five bucks on if they could go back in time and kick that field goal in this 27-24 beat camp. So you can bet on the Niners. Or, God forbid, that Taylor Swift isn't seen during the Super Bowl 7,000 times. So if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code here. You're not going to see the lines. But you'll see. You'll see the Chiefs and the Ravens. Wait a minute. It's not Chiefs and the Ravens. It's Chiefs and the Niners. Should have been chasing the Lions. Lions led 24-7 at halftime. But again, if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings. Who's that code huge? You're not going to see the Lions. But you can bet on the Niners and the Chiefs. Pick your poison. You want to bet on the team the Lions led 24-7 at halftime? Or you want to bet on the Chiefs and see Taylor Swift? It means you're supporting her. And unless you listen to her music, there's... No reason not to bet on the Niners, which should have been bet on the Lions. That's code huge when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. 
From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on one of the most least anticipated shows of my life. I do want to apologize. Didn't have that normal enthusiasm to start a Moneyline Monday. Halftime yesterday, I thought... We were set, ready to go to Vegas. I'm on the phone texting from the garage bar in Ada with Marty Boer. Texting. Sitting there with friends, dog, the trainer for the Griffins, the equipment manager slash, not trainer, equipment manager. Man had Ron and Russ Ortega, just friends, listeners. Gosh, it was unbelievable. Nick Lipinski, his wife, Devin. Nick owns North Kent Golf Course, Alpine, some of his crew. Part owner of the Grand Rapids Gold G League team. It was an unbelievable feeling when J-Mo scored. The place is erupting. Then they show Ford Field where Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros and the Michigan Sports Network was host. And they had 40,000 going nuts. Then they add another one. I'm like, where's Al Michaels? Do you believe in miracles? Yes. And they kept answering the bell in the first half. Every time it looked like the Niners are coming back, oh, Lions will get after it. They were pounding the ball down their throats for what, almost a buck fifty in the first half. Halftime, there's a quiet calm everywhere across Michigan, Ford Field, the Lions Nation, maybe even inside Levi Stadium with about 25% of Honolulu Blue. Mark Hewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, was there with his two sons. He says the Niners fans were out of control before the game started, but they're quiet now. My old trainer, Rusty, brought his kids out there. Said the Niner fans were awful. But when the Lions were leading, they were quiet, and that stadium was quiet, and the Lions were dictating everything, and they went to halftime. And even at the start of the second half, they held the Niners to a field goal. And I'm like, there you go. Bend, but don't break. That's been their motto. Tampa game. Rams game. Even that Vikings game on the road, right? In the regular season. Bend, but don't break. So they're driving. It's 24-10. I tell everybody. If they score any points on this drive, it is game over. They're eating up the clock, so now it's getting under 10 minutes. I'm watching that clock. I'm watching the clock going, come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We are 20, 24 minutes, 24 minutes from Vegas. I'm texting with Marty. I got book book rooms. I'm on the American Airlines app looking at flights. I'm doing this. And then Joe Preston and his wife, Deb. Joe's a longtime Golf partner, Preston's Bar and Grill. Everyone in Grand Ledge knows it for our listeners on the game, 7.30 a.m. 
He shows up with 10 minutes to go in the third quarter with the Michigan State jersey on and his wife Deb is from Maryland with a Ravens jersey on. All of a sudden, I look out on the window, I see a black crow. Didn't know if it was a raven. This is like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I told Joe to go sit on the far side because now a little bit of the juju mojo, I'm worried. Lions keep driving. It gets under nine minutes, under eight minutes. Fourth and short. I didn't mind going for it at this time. I didn't. Because if you converted, you're going to have a rock-solid field goal attempt, and if you go stick it in the end zone, you're going to be up 21 with about five minutes left in the third. And I looked at the crow and I said, that's game over. So they're going for it. There's some nervous excitement. Go off, back to pass. What a, oh, yeah, Reynolds. Alligator Arms tries to catch with his elbows. It falls incomplete. I look at everybody and I said, remember that play. Here comes the 49ers freight train. Boom, boom, boom. Gibbs has a fumbled exchange. He wasn't lined up in the right spot. Kind of stripped, but it was loose anyways. Then you get the immaculate reception by the Niners off what looked like almost an interception, and you're going, here we go. I've seen this script before watching Lions games. It is imploding in front of our faces. Lions now can't catch a pass. Reynolds has another drop. St. Brown has a drop. The place is rocking now. The crowd had been quiet for two and a half quarters. The Lions had dominated the NFC Championship game on the Niners' home turf. Eminem was double-birding fans. Yeah, you only get one shot unless I want to throw the double shot. And then I'm borderline in shock. Because I can tell when I'm really nervous watching my teams or watching my kids. I don't want to eat. I had a lucky beer glass. And the waitress came and took it. I went looking in the kitchen for my lucky beer glass. I'm, I'm using all my old school Lions I got the Advil already. The headache's coming. I haven't had a Lions headache all season long. Almost had one during the game at Baltimore. Here comes another fourth down situation. They have about a 48-yard field goal to tie the game, and I'm like, kick it. Let your team have something positive that it's a tie game and they're back in it and make the Niners nervous. Instead... They go for it. I get Dan Campbell and analytics and going for it, and I love it. But, folks, we were talking about the NFC Championship game and a game he led 24-7, and the other team had come back to take a 27-24 lead. You needed the three for your team. 
Not a first down. You needed the points. Well, you know, it's a kicker. You know, this is uh, social networks. Oh, it's no guarantee. Why'd they cut Riley Patterson? Because they wanted a kicker that could kick a 50-yard field goal when needed for the playoffs. I said that the last quarter of the season, that you will need a 50-yard field goal at some point in the playoffs. And the money badger had been pretty good since being picked up. Take the three and let your team have a shot. Don't take it. What well, We knew what's going to happen. We knew they were going right down and scoring. You're a Lions fan, you know. I don't care where you are. You're at a house party, you're by yourself. If you're watching in Antarctica, you knew they were going to go down and score a touchdown and get that lead to two scores. They being the Niners. What'd they do? Boom. McCaffrey just on fire. Second half, Brock Purdy. Oh, my God. You know, Aiden Hutchinson, did you see him get just pile-driven by George Kittle on that little video? He had a horrible game. And all this isn't on Dan Campbell. All all this isn't on just a drop by Reynolds, which that first drop, I believe, when it was 24-10, if the Lions convert that first down, Right now, we're talking about the Lions in the Super Bowl. That's my opinion. It's not a statement of fact. It's my opinion. So then, you know, when we begin these, and and the one negative, if I can say a negative about an unbelievable season, an unbelievable 8-2 and run last year to end the season, an unbelievable second half in year one, that when it comes to clock management, when it comes to adjustments, It seems to hit a weak spot when it comes to the Lions and their coaches. When things are going good, and this is golf too, when things are going good, they're rolling. When they're not, it gets kind of crazy. Like running on the goal line and having to burn a timeout, which if you didn't do that, the Lions actually would have had time at the end to see if they could tie it up. But I go back to that three. It, it would have changed your clock management and the end of that game that you didn't take the second fourth down. And you and how many times did Purdy scramble for a first down? Hammer and Hank Hayes, he went out and slept with the chickens last night. He slept with chickens. 180 chickens at the Hayes Ranch north of Grand Rapids and Rockford. He's out there in the hay with chickens. And I'm like, Superfly texted me last night. I go, where's your dad? He goes, he's out in the barn with the chickens. I go, feeding them, taking care of them. It's going to be a cold night. No. He took a sleeping bag, and he's sleeping in the loft above the chickens. So we knew what the end result was going to be. Lions would hang around. There was euphoria in San Francisco. Niner sidelines, their fans, my God, they were dead in the water at halftime 24-7. This wasn't a one-hit wonder, as I said on Friday's show. The Lions are set up, and they'll take care of Sewell and St. Brown and Goff, and they got four picks in the first three rounds in the draft in Detroit. But I will tell you, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, brutal. 
Cam Sutton, how they ran him out there all the time. Can't tackle. Had maybe one or two good plays. Yet the Lions were still in a position to put away that game, and they didn't do it. Against the number one seed in the NFC. And no matter what we think, say, we can talk about a great year, which it was. The best Lions year ever for me. And there'll be more in front of us. But Dan Campbell told the team it's tough to get to where they were in that NFC Championship game. Again, Mahomes has been there every year. He's been the starter. And Lamar Jackson, you know, talk about choking at home. John Harbaugh, Lamar, horrible game plan, no adjustments. Andy Reid and his staff and Mahomes just outplayed and outcoached Harbaugh and Lamar. But for the Lions, it almost fit an Eminem song that you get one shot. Schedule's tougher next year. They could be a better team, but be 11-6, and six, right? Do you get home field advantage? Do you get the bounces, the breaks, the rolls, the deflection, the interception, the fumble? I still believe that they will deliver a Super Bowl, but I will say this, that blowing a 24-7 lead, How it ended, the questions in regards to coaches and players in the end, the heartbreak, that will be an ongoing vivid memory until the Lions do get over the hump and get to a Super Bowl. It will. It will be what the Browns fans lived with with the drive by Elway or the fumble by Biner at Mile High. We've seen it all, historic games that live on forever. And if the Lions were drilled and they're down 24-7 at halftime, they could beat 42-24. I'm like, you know what? Niners were better. But I don't believe the Niners were the better team. I don't. You know, they used J-Mo. They used Gibbs on the edge. Where, where was J-Mo in the second half? I know they had that one deep pattern. The ball was thrown a little bit to the left. But golf is good when things are going good. When things are struggling, golf will have his moments. This isn't all about Dan Campbell and his decision-making. I would have taken that field goal, my opinion, to tie the game up. Not making tackles was so big. It's the most overlooked and under-talked-about thing from that game yesterday. Tackles where instead of a two-yard gain, it became nine. Or Purdy looked sacked three times, which could have changed that second half. And the dude's running his, you know, six nine seven forty and getting away from Lions defenders. Hutch didn't have a good game. Like I said, Kaminsky, I don't know what happened to him this year. I don't know if he played hurt, but compared to last year, he was a colossal disappointment, as was Cam Sutton, as was CJ. So we're going down this list, and you can look at pro football focus for their analytics and what it's worth, and we can go back and forth all we want to. 
but highly rated was Montgomery. It's kind of like Gibbs between the tackles. I don't like. He's an edge guy. Get his speed. And you watched it really big in the first half. A couple of huge first downs. He even early in that uh, that drive before they had the drop by Reynolds on fourth down, he's not a between-the-tackles guy. Montgomery's awesome. Sula is just out of this world right now with how well he's playing. Laporta money playing through pain. But the defense had holes that the Niners just abused. Great season, great year, ton of memories. But when you lead 24-7 in the NFC Championship game, the players and the staff have to find a way to put it away. And they had their opportunities, and they let it slip away. And it hurts. It's painful. Can't imagine for the coaches and players. And you could hear it in the voice of Dan Campbell. I do want to take your feedback from everybody listening across Michigan, around the world. If you're tuned in on the iHeart app, the HugeShow.net stream, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's the biggest play in that game last night that kept the Lions from the NFC Championship? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. Let's go to Brent. Where are you listening at, Brent? I'm in my truck right now. All right. Uh, what city I'm in are you in? I'm in Calva, Michigan. All right, Calva, Michigan. All right. How you doing? What's on your mind? Um, it was it was rough, huge. First time caller. I listen all the time. Thank you. It was rough. It was it was it was total domination by our Lions in that first half. Mm, it was a thing uh, of beauty, man. <laughs> oh God, I'm like in tears. You know, like sitting on the you know just watching. Uh, it was amazing. Like, like, uh, but the, like how that, let that slip. Uh, there's a lot of things. I thought we should have run the ball a lot more in the second half, but other than that, it was, oh, it was just, it was tough. It, it was, was tough to watch. Hey, Brent, thank you for the call. I, I appreciate you listening to Calava, Michigan. Is that what he said? Calava? I've never heard of that. We always get that on this show. I think we were losing them too. Let's go to Wally in Swartz Creek listening on Sports Extra 1330 out of Flint. You're on the Huge Show across Michigan. How you doing, Huge? Hey, Wall. What do you think of uh, Goff's contract extension now? I'd, I'd like to make a point about his game. I don't think he can throw the long ball. And I think the Lions would be uh, smart to uh, franchise them if they want to keep them when that time comes. I don't, <clears throat> like I said, I don't think you can throw the uh, long ball in a play that was kind of not the major play in the second half, but when the Lions could have downed the ball at the half yard line and the guy just didn't throw it back out, he tried to take possession of the ball before he 
stepped on the end zone. It was a culmination of a lot of different aspects in the second half that the Lions sure helped the 49ers. Yeah, they did. Uh, that whole second half, we could we could spend three hours together. And Wally, thanks for listening in Swartz Creek, just west of Flint on Swartz Extra 1330. Yeah, I, I believe you got to give Goff the deal. Yeah, that one throw on the double uh, the double pass where he underthrew it, right? His arm strength. But I, I look where they were. I look in the first half. I look at the velocity on the drop by Reynolds. And I using JMO how they did. I, why only once a game? It's like, do they use Debo Samuel only once for the Niners? Does Shanahan do that? You know, not just fly patterns. You know, revert like they when they scored. I man, I'll just say this, and I I, I alluded to it. When things are going good, the Lions coaches and golf really seem to know how to put the hammer down. But when they hit the fan is when they struggle. They do. Kills me. Really does. Let's go to Bob in Bay City, listening on 100.9 FM. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing all right. I'm happy. It was a great year. And I'm I'm happy for next year's uh, uh, chances. We got backup quarterback that has possibilities. Golf can throw the he throws that ball. How many flea How many flea flickers did they throw like last year? And did they try him this year? This year as much. But he's hitting people. He can hit people deep. I'm with I'm with giving him a deal, Bob. I'm with you on giving golf a deal. I really am. All right, good. I'm for golf all the way. Well, I don't. I don't want just, you just, just, just take a deep breath, man, Bobby. Okay, in Bay City, take a deep breath. Superfly is telling me, "Hey, watch the dump button." We got all these angry Lions fans. I'm I'm doing this show today. Like, okay, I feel like I'm. And now, welcome back to the Jeopardy Finals. <laughs> Let's go to Chuck and Muskegon listening on ninety six one. The game. Out of Grand Rapids on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the Huge Show. Huge, how are you? I've been better, to be honest. Yeah, I hear you, bud. Hey, this uh, the play of the game for me, um, seven minutes to go. Uh, you kick the 43 or 44-yard field goal to make it a three-score game. You're on the road, and I don't care what analytics says. Uh, a game in the middle of November against Atlanta or the Bears is a lot different than San Francisco at home. It's all about momentum, and I just don't understand why he wouldn't want to make it a three. I mean, yes, you get the first down, that's nice and everything, but the reason why you go three scores up is because if if you if you know you still got to kick the field goal and you still have to make it. But I mean, I was listening to Logan Ryan on an interview this afternoon, the D back for the Forty ers and he. They asked him, what did you think when Dan Campbell, you know, tried it on fourth and second? And he goes, he goes, he goes, I, I was loving it. And when they didn't make it, I just thought, wrong move, buddy. Wrong move. It was. Because the psyche of the other team would be, hey, we need three scores instead of two. Then they go down and score. Then he doesn't kick the second one, but he gives up on the first one. So this isn't all on Campbell, but I'm saying, Huge, if your coach puts you in a position to win, you don't have to worry about guys. Maybe they wouldn't have felt the, you know, the pressure and the um, just the environment that they were in because they'd be in a little more of a comfort zone. 
And as much as I like Campbell, he did not give him the best chance to win. And if you think about it real quick, one more quick thing is if you give if you kick a field goal there, there's seven minutes left in the third quarter. What do they get? About four, maybe five more possessions, and they got to go down the field three times. I just think it was a horrific, horrendous mistake on his part. And um, I'll listen to what you have to say, buddy. All right, thank you, Chuck and Muskegon, listening on ninety six one. The game out of Grand Rapids, our flagship station on. Michigan's West Coast, like I said, I told my buddies, if they score on this drive and make it a three-score game again and eat clock, the game will be over. Look at with everything that happened. They still had an onside kick at the end, and if they would have got it, they would have had a chance after blowing it, running it at the goal line. Who are you going to fool? Had to burn a timeout. It's worth like 40 seconds, if not more, in the game. In the last 22 minutes of that game, poorly coached, poorly executed, and that really is a team loss in my mind. And it's tough to digest that the Lions led the NFC Championship game 24-7 in San Francisco. And I'm on this statewide show talking about their season over. You can join us on 866-838-4843. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Number one reason why the Lions lost the game last night. You tell me. Callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. You don't want to miss the savings this week at Meyer. Right now, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills Cheerios and Dan and Yogurt. There are so many ways to save with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com the prepping season is underway and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip that spring break or the summer find out more at theurbanu.com com. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It's a day after, man. It's a tough one. Toughest day I've ever had on a show. I posted my top five emotionally charged L's, losses of all time. Last night, Lions leading 24-7, losing that game. 91 championship game when Barry and the Cowboys had just drilled, or Barry and the Lions had just drilled the Cowboys, went and laid an egg and lost 41-10 at Washington in the NFC title game. Tigers 2006 World Series blown by Leland's managing, and he did it again in 2013 ALCS. Two World Series rings the Tigers should have had. And then I put the last game my son played in high school football this past fall. They lost to Grand Rapids South Christian on a touchdown with 29 seconds on a fourth down and long. And South Christian under Danny Brown went on and lost on the final play in the state championship against Harper Woods. We could have been the Ford Field. We would have gotten by Big Rapids in Portland. That was round two of the playoffs. That was a tough one. Because I felt for my son, the kids, the coaches, and all those people that uh, worked so hard at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. Yeah, that was a tough one. I think it was fourth and 11, like a 30-yard touchdown pass, whatever it was. 29 seconds left in the game, 14-14. Oh, man. Tough losses. You need a day. You need this day. It, it, it didn't sink in last night. It did this morning. As I'm depressed, just scarfing down fast food in a parking lot with no one around me. I, I, was, I was in heaven when it's 24-7. I really thought they were going to hold on and win the NFC. I really did. Man. Let's go to Andrew in Grand Rapids listening on our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. I'm feeling with you pretty hard today as well. Um, To put a little bit of a better feel on it, it was nice to root for our team this late in the season. and just kind of put it in perspective, some of those other good franchises that, man, they get this every year. That's got to be a great feeling. So, you know, we'll count our blessings while we got them. Um, but I had a big question for you about what your what your thought was on the comparison for why we went for it at, or we kicked the three at the end of the first half but decided to go for it all throughout the remainder of the game. How I felt was, you know, you were up big. You had your two-score lead. Nobody really would have blamed Campbell for going for that one. You had a lot, a little bit of cushion. You know, they if you don't get it, they don't have a chance to come down and score. They get it back at half. Um, so for him to commit to, you know what, I need the points here 
and then get shut out all second half and not think I should probably put some points up. I just couldn't believe the disconnect from one half into the other. Well, I will tell you, I'll explain, I'll explain it to you, Andrew. At that time, the first, uh, the, when it's 24-10 and they're driving and it's a little under eight minutes left on that fourth and two, they're still in control. They just held the Niners to a field goal. They're driving. They converted a couple third downs. Again, I'm at a bar, had some adult beverages, but I'm recollecting everything. So what Dan Campbell was thinking on this first fourth down play at fourth and two that Reynolds dropped, right? Fourth and three, whatever it was. He's thinking if we score a touchdown, it's game over. That's what he's thinking. He's thinking in his mind, which again, if Reynolds makes that catch, they're at the San Francisco 21 with about 750, give or take on the clock if I remember. They're going to go to the end zone. At worst, they would have a field goal and have the three-score lead just by Reynolds catching that ball. And it's not all on him. But Campbell's decision, I think, was based on he wanted to put him away. Crowd wasn't back yet. They weren't back yet. They weren't back until they got that fourth down stop and you could feel the mojo change inside Levi Stadium. Hank Hayes had two lucky chickens. He has Dan the rooster, and he has Goff the rooster. And he holds them every playoff game, and they sit in his man cave with them. I'm not going to say anything about the dude because I like him. And he supervised Dan. So this is the first one before it's spiraling out of control yet. 24-10, Lions have a fourth and, like I said, three, whatever it was, two. Great route, great throw where it couldn't be picked off, and he tries to catch it with his forearms. Use your hands. Boom, boom, boom. Whole game changed. Is it all on Reynolds? No. Is it on Dan Campbell for going for it then? No. Because Reynolds, golf, executed, play call, Ben Johnson, O-line, protection. He catches that. They're at the 21 of San Francisco. Clock's going to keep moving. And if the Lions stick it in the end zone, that's a 21-point lead. Let's say four minutes to go in the third. You're a Niners fan, and if it's 21, it's your largest lead of the game. It was 17 at halftime. Dan Campbell was going to put it away. That's why he went for the first one. Now, from that point forward, I think things become panicked, nervous. He looked nervous. Ben Johnson looked nervous. They never looked nervous until after that drop by Reynolds. Players, nobody. You saw it all change. And I knew they were going to lose. But you know what? They still fought. And if they keep that time out, they might have had a shot to kick it deep three times and might have 40 seconds for a miracle. But it never should have got to the miracle phase because Reynolds has to catch that damn ball. You're an NFL player. You're getting paid. And he's been money most of the year. And drops are contagious like guys striking out in baseball or you're bricking shots and hoops. 
It's one of those sports psychology things that nobody can figure out. Let's go to Leonard in Traverse City, Michigan, listening on 93.7 FM. The ticket Cadillac to Traverse City. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, Huge. I think you're spot on about missed tackles, drop passes. But all in all, the Lions had a good year. We're so used to seven and seven and nine. Well, hold on, buddy. One second right there. There we go. That's a that's a first one on the dump button. Uh, that's a first one on the dump button. Uh, sorry, Leonard. You just got to watch your language. Trust me, if you heard my language off air last night, today, I'm right there with you, but we got rules to follow. Thank you. Leonard, Superfly, make sure you remove that from, not switch hours, but work on removing that. Okay. To the callers online, I welcome everybody in Michigan to join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Callers online, your HUGE opinions are next. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail, vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, 
This special limited edition canned cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Busy Hour 1 presented by our good friends from DraftKings. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. You can bet 5 bucks on the Super Bowl and get 200 instantly. Just use code HUGE when you sign up. And the Michigan Sports Network and Marty Boer are giving away 1000 bucks that you could... Used to wager on the big game, just text DraftKings, one word, DraftKings, to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing a week from Wednesday. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. 